You are listening to the Pro Ecclesia podcast from the Truett Church Network. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Well, welcome, friends, to today's Pro Ecclesia podcast. This is your host, Matt Homeyer, uh, joined today with a special guest who I'm excited to introduce to you all, perhaps not all of you, but probably most of you. Uh, over the summer, we will be interviewing on the Pro Ecclesia podcast each of Truett's new faculty hires um, that will, uh, will begin this coming fall. And today are joined by Dr. Jamal Dominique Hopkins, um, who will be come on August 1st, uh, Truett's associate, one of our associate professor of Christian scriptures, and will help teach classes in the Center for Black Church Studies. Uh, Dr. Hopkins, thank you for joining us. We are excited to have you as part of the Truett family. Thank you, Matt. I am excited to be here, excited to be on this podcast. And uh, yeah, excited to get to know the community, Truett community. Well, fantastic. Well, we want this to be a little bit of just an introduction to you and help students and our constituency alumni get to know a little bit about you. Um, I mean, just kind of the the general bio stuff. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and who you are and what what someone, what a student, let's say, what does a student need to know about who Dr. Hopkins is? Yes, you, I am, um, I, I love the Bible, I love the scriptures, um, but I, I love to do lots of different things with them, particularly um, interdisciplinary things. One of one of the classes I'm teaching, I know I probably am jumping into my class, okay. I can probably uh, take a step back and talk about who I, who I am. Um, I, I'm a native of Southern California, sunny Southern California, where, where there actually was a time when I was growing up where it, it actually did not rain for maybe a period of five or six years. Wow. So um, uh, from Southern, Southern, Southern California, from Pasadena, California, um, was raised there, was born there. I think I was born in Los Angeles, but uh, we were living in Pasadena. And so uh, took up residence there by, by the time I was, well, at birth. And so, um, yeah, I, I always had two fascinations or two loves, if you will. Uh, and this kind of goes um, into my background with my educational background. I always had a love for uh, scripture and Bible reading. Um, and I think that came from growing up in a Baptist Sunday school. Mm. Uh, I had my good news Bible, had the pictures <laughs> in there. It was a blue and white Bible hardcover and uh, yeah. going to Sunday. And I was absolutely captivated by the stories, the, the stories of the Old Testament and, and, and the narratives. And I can identify with the characters and identify with the setting. And I can just envision myself being part of the story. And I, so I was captivated by a scripture early on. And, and of course, that, I think, fueled my appetite uh, for, for reading scripture. And, and then I had a love, and I think part of the imagery uh, was for film uh, and television. Um, and early on, I, I was a childhood actor. I acted on stage in, in Los Angeles. Um, I, was, I was an understudy for Malcolm Jamal Warner um, uh, on, uh, in LA uh, at a, um, a theater called Intercity Cultural Center. And so that, that animated my, I guess, my, my, my wow. imagination for for theater and for film. I did some small 
film roles, some commercial roles. Was in a Michael Jackson video uh, okay. growing up. So, you know, so that, that kind of colored my imagination, both ends, uh, reading scripture and the visualization of that and, um, and, and, and television, film, theater. And so growing up with that um, was afforded the opportunity to actually do my undergraduate degree at Howard University in radio, TV, film production wow. with a theater minor. Huh. And um, homecoming, you see folks like Felicia Rashad, Debbie Allen, uh, you know, Al Freeman Jr., who was the yeah. um, artistic director and the dean of the fine arts school at the time. Um, yeah, and so that was just, it was an exciting time. But it was my film professor. Uh, during my, I think it was either my second or my last year in film school at Howard University, he encouraged me to go to seminary. I didn't know what seminary was because he would always see me reading my Bible when I wasn't studying for class or when I wasn't yeah. answering. And so he, he saw that I had an appetite for scripture. And so he encouraged me to pursue um, you know, further studies, graduate studies and in and, and Bible theology. Uh, and so I took him up on that and being from Southern California, uh, being a student in Washington, D.C., and experiencing those cold weathers, I, I immediately <laughs> made a beeline back from home Pasadena, California, and enrolled at Fuller Theological Seminary, yeah. where, you know, was there. Uh, one, of more, one of my courses I took, actually, I, I realized that I, learned, I, I loved languages. Um, when I took Greek and I took Hebrew, I absolutely was just fascinated and captivated by those languages, being able to go deeper into the study of the scripture uh, and looking at, uh, you know, the manuscripts or what, you know, uh, close with the autograph copies presupposed. Yeah. And so it, that just, that excited me. And um, one of my last courses was a course, um, a visiting professor, Craig Evans, came. Uh, he was teaching in Canada at the time. Dead Sea Scrolls and the New Testament. I took that class, and at the time at uh, his school, he was the sister school where they trained persons in Dead Sea Scrolls hmm. to go on to England to do doctoral work. I took him up on that offer. I think I was the only one in class when he came down to Pasadena Fuller, yeah. uh, and I wrote a, wrote a paper, and my paper was accepted into uh, University of Manchester, and, and the rest is history. Uh, wow. I was able to go to University of Manchester, study yeah. the Dead Sea Scrolls um, uh, with George Brooks there. Wow. I mean, isn't that fascinating? I just, I love hearing the stories of how people got to where they are or have become who they are. And those chan seemingly chance encounters, right? The word from a film professor, a visiting professor relationship, you know, in the course of your relationships in life may not be the most deep or the most long lasting. And yet uh, from a professor or a pastor's point of view to know the power that the right word at the right time led by the spirit of God can provide in a life, you know, that can ripple outward. That's just always um, encouraging and exciting to see how the spirit works in those ways. And that's, that's amazing. Um, well, I can say this about Waco. I've been here on and off for 20 years. We also have sun, like California, but it's a very different <laughs> okay. sunniness. You know, it's a, it's a, it can be a little more brutal. Um, and, uh, and unfortunately, you'll be coming in at the worst of it. You know, uh, we always tell our incoming students in August of like, 
hey, it gets better. Like, true, it's great. Texas is kind of awful right now. <laughs> Just hang in there. Like, it, it'll, it will get better. Uh, we won't have uh, much of that D.C. type winter. I can guarantee that. But um, um, it, it, <laughs> it can get hot. Um, so, uh, man, that's, that's fascinating. Um, and you already uh, are on the top list of most interesting Truett professors. You know, having been in a Michael Jackson video, you, you just you blow everybody else away. So that's that'll be that'll be fodder for a future conversation. So you know, lunch, so, yeah. so, so that's not a common thing among the faculty there. <laughs> no, 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 no. So no, that's not know. a common thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not that I know of. Maybe there's some secret stories there we don't know about. Maybe we need to go back to, you know, our older faculty and, and relearn some of their stories. Maybe there's something there. Um, so you've talked a little bit about this, but so how do you understand your sense of calling? Um, you know, you're, you're, te- you're interested in the Dead Sea Scrolls, and really, but you're also wanting, have taught and wanting to teach in seminaries specifically. Um, so, so how do you understand your calling and what's kind of, how have you followed that sense of calling in your life? Yeah, you know, my um, just real sense of, um, I guess I've, I've always been inquisitive. And I've always asked lots and lots and lots of questions. I was the type of child um, that would ask why, no matter what the statement was, I would ask my parents, why, 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 why? Until, until the point my uh, parents just said, you know, just keep quiet, just keep quiet. Um, but but I, think, I think those questions, I think my inquisitive mind, I think it was the making of, uh, of one who was interested in exegesis. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're an exegesis, you're asking those questions, you're asking why, you're asking what, and you're digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and I think behind a lot of my questions, as I reflect, may have been uh, questions on, how, you know, how, how does the world work? Um, I think it's a deeply theological, philosophical kind of question. How does, how does the world work? Uh, how do we fit into it? Um, and um, where is God in all of this? And so I just always had a kind of an innate um, belief uh, in God. Mm. And um, I think uh, my inquisitiveness was fueled by that reality or that worldview, if you will. And it just seemed just natural to fall um, kind of in line with the Bible being, you know, our guide uh, and where we find God, where we find how God interacts with communities through through history. And I, I think that partly was always who I was. That's always how I un- understood myself, my identity. And I think that calling was there early on. I, I grew up in a Christian household, uh, but I remember, you know, going to my grandmother's house um, in central California, she would always have TBN on um, morning, noon, and night. And so <laughs> I, I, I don't know, maybe subconsciously, I would kind of look at it, um, you know, corner of my eye. Um, but I remember by the time I became of age, uh, and I wanted to be saved. And I can remember every time I would turn TV on in, in my own home, and every time the altar appeal was made, I, I prayed the prayer of salvation every single time. I wanted to make sure, I wanted to make sure, make sure. Um, you know, by the time I was in junior high school, I had read the book of Revelation from cover to cover. Uh, I think I must have been 11 or uh, uh, 10 or 11 or something like that 
Um, but I just had such an appetite and I just wanted to learn more and more and more about God and learn about the deeper things of God, mm. the richness of God. And to me, the Bible was the closest resource, if you will, um, where I could find God and have that relationship with God and cultivate that and learn more and more and more of him uh, and, and of his word. And yeah. um, I, I think that just I, I, when I think of my calling, I just think of it as just so intertwined with my life and my life story that it may be it may be hard to kind of distinguish I, it was just always an impulse that was part of my dna uh, my calling um you know, from the time i can remember asking that first why question yeah uh, so yeah that that's kind of how i understand well, man yeah. that's a good word i think we often think of calling as like something external like a mantle from heaven that drops around our shoulders you know where Parker Palmer writes about calling being more like a, a, a something inside you that when given the right oxygen and water blooms and it's always been there, it just comes kind of into full flower. Um, and it often feels like the most natural thing in the world to do. And anyway, that kind of sounds like what you're describing. There, there have been professional ways, vocational ways you fo followed that, but that was there from an early age and you were just... Uh, yeah, in the right positions to, to you, you know, because 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 even when I was in film school and even when I was acting, I, I remember a casting director when I uh, probably high school or so, a uh, casting director called me a Boy Scout mm -hmm. because I would not audition for roles, I would not audition for parts. And this is just me as personal. I'm not saying this for everybody or this should go for everybody, but I, I could not bring myself to like to swear. Uh, to say certain words, uh, to represent certain parts, um, and you know, you know, being African American, young, growing mm -hmm. up, wanting to get into acting field, a lot of the roles I was asked to audition for were gang members, gang bangers, or yeah. you know, these negative portrayals you see in culture. Yeah, and I had problems with that, um, but I would not, um, you know, say the language or use that language that you know, you know, yeah, you know, was in the in scripts, the cold readings. And so casting director pulled me aside. He said, you're a Boy Scout and you won't go very far in this mm. business if you're going to have these these high morals. But like I say, again, that was just part of my DNA, even when yeah. I wanted to be an actor. Um, you know, and, and in film school, I, I always gravitated to writing those scripts, writing those films uh, that are inspirational, that has an element that we cannot have a story we cannot have a script. We cannot have a narrative that God is not part of mm. because that's the world and that's the reality that we all live in. And so a script and a story and a narrative about God is not reality for, for me. And yeah. so that's what drove, that kind of what drove my film uh, emphasis and, and desire. And, and I, think, I think my film professor, you know, that's what he saw. Uh, and he encouraged me to kind of cultivate that, um, you know, the theological, the biblical um, kind of uh, interest uh, yeah. and appetite that I had. Yeah. So has, you, you know, you mentioned film and film school and your love of theater or being involved in that. Has that continued to be an important part of your life or did that kind of get left behind when you went to seminary? You know, it, it, I think it, 
I would um, I wouldn't say left behind, maybe put on a hold a little yeah. bit. I think it was kind of maybe um, moved, <laughs> was maybe cordoned off to a section uh, in my brain. Um, it, it's always kind of been one of the one of the things that animate who I am. Um, you know, one of the courses I'm actually teaching and, and I've taught in the past under a different name, um, but at Truett in the fall will be uh, Bible and Black Cinema. And so what I'm looking at in that class is, you know, of course, we're going to be watching films, but I think there are numbers of films, there, there are films that have these biblical themes, these biblical motifs, um, these slices of reality, if you will, um, that speak to scripture and that scripture even informs. Uh, and then there are some films that are very explicit uh, with regard to bringing out these biblical themes, you know. Yeah. I think of um, you know some James Baldwin films, uh, um, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Mm, yeah. um, you know, If Beale Street Could Talk, mm. uh, Toni Morrison's film, uh, Their Eyes Were Watching God. Yeah, uh, I think these kinds of films that um, have these biblical themes and motifs and ideas, uh, they also are hermeneutical pieces in a sense because they. Um, the, uh, the 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 directors, the writers, the authors, and even the actors themselves are doing a kind of interpretation, doing a hermeneutic, and to to be a, to 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 engage in their hermeneutical um, you know, discourse or in, interpretations uh, with how we do hermeneutics and how we do exegesis, and just having kind of conversations and engagement. Um, and I guarantee uh, students will never be able to watch a film again. Uh, the same way, um, because I think everything is interpretation and the visual uh, and just how much um, Bible uh, informs um, you know, our realities and informs the way we think, critically thinking, uh, and the way we govern our lives and you know, the way that we even see depictions um, within film. So, so, it, it, so it definitely hasn't stopped. Um, you know, I, my Christian scriptures, three course, um, I, I, I like, like to use interactive um, media resources to, you know, teach the courses. Um, I, you know, there's this Bible project uh, a program or series that's actually out there on YouTube that, you know, I, I use that to kind of give visual um, represent, representation to, you know, to the books that we're actually looking at. And so, mm. Um, I, I think these images kind of reinforce themes, reinforce ideas as we're talking and engaging. And, and may, that may be, um, uh, it may speak to the kind of learner that I, uh, I am and may gravitate uh, or have gravitated to or what has captured my um, learning style, which is a, a visual learner. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, audible learner as well and love reading. But just bringing all that together just really reinforces, and I think it 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 makes, it, I think it triggers a kind of behavioral learning, um, and not just a cognitive learner, but but it could be one that triggers both cognitive and behavioral learning, which will be memorable for students for a lifetime. And and I think when we're looking at biblical exegesis and hermeneutics, um, and those who are training for ministry, well. These are courses that are going to be very pivotal, and um, the stuff that you learn um, should be able to inform you for a lifetime, uh, definitely throughout your ministry. Yeah. 
Well, man, I so, I, so uh, yeah, so so maybe so maybe um yeah maybe the film television is kind of a pedagogical uh, tool. Well, and it is interesting that uh you know my son is twelve and or about to be thirteen, and his whole school career, you know, they've done video projects. I mean, he's just mm -hmm. learned to to do videos and visual learning, visual kind of processing much more than he's done anything like a paper, you know, written a paper. Mm. Um, and I, I do think we've seen some shifts there where that, that will both appeal and, and I think be helpful. Um, pastors and ministers and others will need to, when they do Bible studies and sermons and any number of things that they do, those will be good skills for them to apply. Uh, Truett has a, a well-loved class for a long time taught by a retired professor, Dr. Hewlett Glower, um, called Creative Reading for Imaginative Preaching. And it's kind of flowed into some other classes where you read great books and talk about how reading, uh, you know, forms you as a preacher, a wide and, and deep reading. And that's being taught again this uh, January by um, Dr. Ralph West and Dr. Greg Garrett, who is an, you probably know Ralph West, but uh, Dr. Garrett is an English professor here at Baylor. So this would, this will round out that, I think that would in that same vein, but will yeah. be, uh, I, I predict that will be a full class and I kind of want to audit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't know Ralph West. I, I look forward to meeting him. His reputation definitely precedes him. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting him. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and most of the faculty, you know, I, I'm excited about, uh, the, the, the possibilities of, 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 you know, what's happening there at Truett um, with the Black Church Studies Center. Um, you know, even, um, you know, I see that there's the sports program initiative um, that, that's at Truett. Um, you know, and I think maybe some of, some of what I'm interested in doing in, in, in this particular class, and there, there's another class that I have that may you know, have conversations um, intersect with what uh, the film department might be doing as well. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. And I think all of that has some, has the possibility of promoting Truett Seminary, which I'm really excited and incre incredibly uh, eager to, uh, to, to be, to be part of promoting that, to promote, promoting the seminary and, and, uh, and all that it does. Uh, a very exciting place. I mean, you, you look at seminaries across the country and you know, I've been part of a few seminaries, and the variety uh, of programs and initiatives that they have, uh, not, not as wide or not as variant as 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 you have it truly, and it, it's incredibly exciting. Um, I, I remember looking at the website. I think it was during Black History Month, back in February. And faculty members were talking about those who were influencers in their life or throughout their ministries. And I remember one of the faculty members, I can't remember his name, um, but he's out of the sports center, the sports program, and he mentioned the name Carl Downs. Hmm. And Carl Downs was a pastor in my hometown of Pasadena, California. Oh, wow. This same church, this Black Methodist church, where he pastored Jackie Robinson. Mm. And it was also that same church before Downs got there. Um, the pastor there um, hosted Albert Einstein when Albert Einstein was teaching on the faculty of Caltech um, in wow. the winters 
in the 1930s and Einstein would frequent that church. And so that history um, is exciting and, and that kind of work and the, the possibilities and, and the research that's there, uh, that, that really excites me about True and the, and the, and the faculty that are there to be, you know, to be able to engage in kind of collaborative conversations and maybe even collaborative projects. So I'm so I'm very excited, and uh, I, I do yeah. think that and is, I hope my excitement and my enthusiasm. Uh, no, I'm saying I hope my excitement, enthusiasm, and passion kind of carries on to the students in the classroom as well. Oh um, yeah, I I think that uh that may be the easy part. You know, I think uh it's an engaged student body, and I think with new professors, particularly particularly starting with creative classes and things like that, that will. Uh, that will be caught very quickly. And that is one of the exciting things of a place like Baylor. Um, you, you have the, the Christian mission, unequivocal Christian mission, and yet the size and heft of uh, all of these sort of cross-pollinated possibilities across the university um, among people deeply pursuing their calling and faith in any number of different disciplines. And it brings up all sort of unique partnerships and possibilities. And, uh, and it is, I think Truett is at a really unique time and it's very brief history really um, with, well, you take what I do in the Truett Church Network from what uh, you, you mentioned, Dr. White and the uh, sports, um, the FSI Sports Institute, you and sports ministry program and new degrees. You take the Wesley House of Studies, the Center for Black Church Studies, we could go on and on different grants, the Center for Future Church, um, yes, yes. Uh, and then already doubling down on what we already and continue to do well of just preparing ministers to serve. Um, it is a really exciting time that I, that is going to change us in some ways that, you know, there will be some new influences and new voices and new streams coming into and going from us. Um, but I think the core of who true it is remains the same and is really an yeah it's an incredibly exciting time um and uh, and as growth happens that that so far it really seems very sustainable and exciting um yes. well, well you've kind of talked about this a little bit but yeah i mean maybe that is it are there what kind of led you to true it and, and what are you really excited about doing you've talked about some of that but any further filling out of that answer yeah well what led me to true it uh, there, there are a few places where uh, you have the the deep Christian commitment, you know, the the evangelical, the biblical, orthodox uh, tradition and commitment um, that also has and doesn't um, put kind of on a back burner um, solid um, leading and cutting edge research, mm. and to marry those two traditions or marry those two realities is very unique. Um, you know, you have those research one institutions where there may not be necessarily that much of a solid, you know, traditional biblical orthodox tradition or commitment. Uh, or you may have those biblical traditional orthodox commitments that don't have the solid research one kind of commitment. Well, they have the two. That's very unique, makes Baylor uh, and Truett very, very unique and, and incredibly exciting, um, as I've, I've mentioned before. And to be part of that, I think it's a, a blessing. I think it's a blessing from God to be part of that and to be part of this new thing that God is doing. I, and God is always after excellence. 
Uh, and I think the excellence in ministry and excellence in um, uh, yeah. theological and faithfulness to scripture, biblical scripture and biblical orthodoxy, but also faithfulness and excellence in leading uh, cutting edge research, not just uh, research that Christian research, but research that comes from one's Christian theological and biblical formation that serves the world, uh, that, that informs the world, that, that colors or animates the world um, and society around us, regardless of whatever their tradition is, that there is something that Christian theological, biblical theological truth has to say to society, it has to say to the world. And I, I feel and I believe and I see and I sense that Baylor University and Truett Seminary is that place, is one of those places that represents the, the kind of the best of all of those worlds. Mm. Uh, and uh, to have that real high faithful commitment to God, but to serve society, the community and the globe, you know, kind of a global uh, agenda. Um, that's very exciting because you know, I did my research, did my doctoral research in England. And a lot of what I did in England and what prepared me, um, I believe it, it really is nicely situated um, in a fit with, with Baylor and Truett. Yeah. Um, my, uh, the person under who I studied, I studied under the, the John Ryland's um, chair of biblical criticism, F.F. F. Bruce sat in that chair. Wow, yeah. Uh, University of Manchester. And so I was honored, uh, blessed to, to sit under the faculty member that was in that chair to do my doctoral research. Uh, and, you know, Evan Bruce's evangelical commitment. Um, that just, that's also part of my DNA and to serve that out, um, you know, at, um, you know, a, a, a leading institution at Baylor and Truett Seminary. It's also very committed to the church. Um, that's, I know that's a God thing. And, um, and, I, that and I'm listening to, to what God is saying and sensing and leading. Uh, so I'm honored and blessed to be part of that. Well, wonderful. Well, Dr. Hopkins, we are uh, equally as excited on our end to have you join us in the fall. Um, we are praying for you and your family as y'all make the transition from South Carolina to Waco. Um, and, uh, for my end, um, you know, I'm, I'm good for lunch as soon as you're in town. We'll go explore some of the local Waco spots and uh, introduce you around a little bit um, to the uh, culinary arts of Waco. Um, that's definitely. pretty much we, we, what I we, add to the group here. We, we can, definitely, we can, we can explore all of them. Uh, I, I, I don't mind that. We can explore <laughs> all of them. And, uh, and I look forward to come back for a part two to let you know how, we, how these classes have gone too as well. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. That I'm in. I'm in. Well, thank you again for your time today. And uh, thank you all for listening and following along. We'll be back uh, throughout the summer um, in, with visits with Dr. Matthew Kim and Dr. Daniel Hill as well. Yeah. Um, and it's, a, uh, it's an exciting time to be adding um, uh, three such scholars to the Truett faculty, even as we lament uh, the loss of those who are retiring. But um, that's uh, it's some exciting times. Thank you all. Have a great day. Bye bye.